Welcome to Coming Out of the Spiritual Closet with your host, me, Brittany Wittig. Join me every week to explore and demystify the world of modern spirituality. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. I have a really special episode this week. I'm inviting on Leisha O'Connor. Leisha O'Connor is an author and a psychic and spiritual mentor who does a lot of work with past life healing. And I've actually had past life healing with Leisha, and she's incredible. So in this episode, Leisha goes over what past lives are, what past life healing is, and why past life healing is such a powerful practice in this life. And in our conversation, we also touch on all kinds of interesting things, um, including Leisha's Arcturian Guides. Leisha shares an extraordinary example of healing a past life. And Leisha also has the most soothing, gorgeous voice. I swear I could listen to her talk all day. You're about to see. So without further ado, let's introduce Leisha. All right. Welcome, Leisha. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. We're so happy to have you here. The first big question that I want to ask you is, what was your experience finding spirituality? How, how'd you get here? Wow, what a big question. How long yeah. have? <laughs> it is, it is a big question, for sure. Firstly, Brittany, thank you so much for having me here. It's just so nice to be talking to you as ever. Gosh, where do I start? I suppose, you know, growing up, I was definitely always a psychic child. I just didn't really know what was going on or what was happening. I definitely soaked up everyone's feelings that were around me, you know, really strong empaths and definitely got a lot of like I suppose psychic hits and that sort of thing but I kind of just learned to ignore them and just a couple of little di different things happened and I just sort of learned nah this isn't this way of thinking isn't really acceptable you know what I mean I didn't really have anyone to talk to about it I didn't have any it's not like I had the internet back in right. those days right <laughs> you just google what does it mean when you know what somebody's thinking? <laughs> you know, so I just, um, I guess I just pretty much suppressed it, which wasn't great because it was just bundling every emotion and everyone else's emotions all around me, inside me, you know what I mean, for years and years and years. And as you can imagine, that's yeah, not good, not good at all. I was definitely very spiritual as a child, very grew up Roman Catholic in Ireland, typical Irish upbringing. Our, our schools, and I know it's different where you are, our schools in Ireland are all Catholic. Most of them oh, are, all of them are okay. growing up. Yeah. So it's a part of everyday learning. I just really loved the stories and always felt so like connected to you know mother mary and, and jesus and just really believed the stories and believed in the miracles and the healings and all this sort of thing so my mind was always drawn to that but then you know as you get older and i suppose with the way that the church is here like scandals and all that sort of thing it was just like it would be embarrassing to say that you believed in something like that you know mm -hmm. so i just moved away from it completely moved away from it Gosh, you know, I'd say it was well into my 
20s I started maybe dabbling around with like you know the law of attraction and Abraham Hicks and that type of thing you know started to kind of get pulled towards that again I was like oh this is interesting but was in no way spiritual like in no way I was just like mm. no it's all crazy when you die you die <laughs> that's it you know just accept it and uh, yeah <laughs> you know it's I guess then around my 30s, I started to like go to therapy and started to kind of really peel away all the layers and kind of slowly realize, realize myself, like realize what was going on with me. And then I discovered energy healing. That was great. Like that was a big change for me. I remember actually just <laughs> finding the um, the term energy healing and I was like, I couldn't stop smiling. I was like, this is a thing? this is, wow, you know what I mean? Like, this is just so amazing. Like, it was like this real light bulb moment. Of course, I know now from having done past life stuff that I was an energy healer in previous lives. So it was, you know what I mean? That deep, deep down knowingness that you get. Wow, yeah. So then a real kind of big turning point for me for spirituality, like I had totally embraced all of the energetic side of things, but I hadn't really dove back into spirituality until um, I'd say I was about 32 or that and I was on a trip to Italy I was like I wanted to do to just be by myself I was like I just need to be by myself Mm. and what happened was I planned this solo hiking trip without even realizing that a whole portion of it was along St. Francis of Assisi if you know St. Francis along his his pilgrimage and it was just completely by chance that I just was like finding myself in this super religious country they just believe so much you know what I mean it's like they haven't lost the, the the spirituality that we have here in Ireland you know a lot of people have really lost their Catholicism it's like they haven't lost it over there but as you go through all these little towns there's like five saints from this town and two saints from that town and you're like what it's just like so deeply ingrained in their belief system you know what I mean but in a really nice way I felt like it wasn't in the way religion was here in Ireland and not to speak badly about religion in Ireland there's a lot of good things about it of course but it's just the way things it was the journey it took for me as I started to see the bad more so than the good sure Anywho, so in Italy, I just kept having lots of like little mini spiritual experiences like along the journey and just real powerful healing moments and felt so connected with like, um, again, like Mother Mary and Jesus. And it was just a really like I'm really kind of like emotional talking about it right now, Brittany. And like it was just really like ah, going back to my roots kind of. You know, bringing me back to where things started almost. I haven't really shared this with a lot of people, but I decided to put it in my book. So I'll share it with you, Brittany. (laughs) Like a real kind of um, spiritual awakening moment for me. It was the very last day of my trip. It was like a 10 day hiking trip by myself. I couldn't speak the language. Most people couldn't speak English. You know, you get that period of time of isolation, like it's so good. Or isolation, solitude. You know, it's so good for your mind. It just clears everything out. And I was um, hiking up to St. Francis Hermitage. Tough, tough hike. 
and it got up to this beautiful place at the moment it's like like this stone building up in a mountain but it's built around the caves that him and his friends used to pray and go up and meditate in for like months at a time and wow. it's just way up in the mountains up above Assisi really beautiful up there and I was just sitting like in this really cold morning nobody around except I think maybe there's a couple of nuns minding the hermitage there's like kind of an altar place just outside the hermitage and I was just sitting there I was like I'm just going to sit here now and meditate and I've been having all of my little spiritual moments along the the way and it was just it was one of the first times I really saw something clairvoyantly that I was really sure of what I saw mm. and I was just sitting there meditating and I just saw St. Francis come towards me and sit down next to me and he like put his hand wow. in my hand and I was just so like what on earth is happening <laughs> you know what I mean obviously in yeah. the moment <laughs> like, what the fuck is this yeah. In the moment, it was just like, you. I know you know what I'm talking about, but in the moment, it was just so peaceful. Like, it was just like this most incredibly peaceful moment you could imagine. So I, I honestly have no concept of how long that moment lasted. Mm. <laughs> it was just like complete peace. I felt really connected with his message and his purpose. 1400 years ago or whenever it was you know where he was kind of asked to bring Christianity back to its roots you know what I mean mm. back to like the true meaning of Christianity like to basically shed off all of the the patriarchy and everything that had built up around it to create the Roman Catholic Church that it sure. was just bringing you back to the roots of it which is just like love equality you know yeah and so I just had that just had that little moment and then out of nowhere I heard this enormous bird like flap right next to my ear where he would have been and oh, wow. that, just, that just like woofed me out of it and I looked and there was like no bird <laughs> I was like oh my gosh because <laughs> you know? I was so new to those experiences at the time it was yeah. just like what <laughs> yeah <laughs> <It> just happened <laughs> But um, it was quite amazing. And I have to say, like, I kind of, you know what I mean? I took another few minutes and gathered myself and went about the rest of my hike. I couldn't even really comprehend what had happened in that moment. I remember, like, maybe a couple of hours later, just kind of stopping and having a little cry. because so it was just like, oh, my God, that was amazing. But even at that, it was just so, I don't know. You know, when you have these experiences, there's a part of you that's just like, yeah this is right or yeah this is normal yeah this is what's yeah. supposed to happen it's not yes. like you're dancing around going this is amazing you know there's a part of you just going yes. yeah yeah I get it it all makes sense now you know that kind of way mm. wow yeah. that's a beautiful that's a beautiful <laughs> story and so did you was that sort of the turning point for you after that did you really dig back into spirituality yeah yeah I'd say it took me a little while still after that to really go into it but I definitely put a spark in me to to just believe in it more like I still had a lot more work to do in myself after that you know what I mean there still was an element of was that your imagination 
you know sure like you can't go around telling people that this happened because they'll think you're nuts you know right, <laughs> right. yeah so that side of things so after that I still I sort of stuck with the um the bioenergy and energy healing that sort of thing kind of went down that path for a while mm-hmm. and I was always reading Joe Dispenza ah yes you know, David Hamilton those type of books where it's like explaining everything you know through yes. physics as best as can be done to explain everything that's going on that was a part of me just kind of not ready to accept it I suppose or something sure or just what and also just like maybe prolonging it delaying it delaying jumping into it fully which is fine you know what I mean I feel like I I did it when I was fully ready to you know yeah and I mean that's right too like everything happens at exactly the right time and I you know I do believe that like just I just followed on with um with bioenergy and I was I've been a massage was a massage therapist for like 14 years so I was doing that long uh, throughout 2020 I had been like for the first time ever really solidly sticking to a meditation practice I, I would lack discipline in that <laughs> in a lot of things but with lockdown and everything it was just like this is the absolute perfect opportunity to do this and really yes. dive into it and I'm just so lucky the water like the sea and stuff was really good for me and really important to me and like every day during um that first lockdown I'd say for about three months every day I walked to the beach and meditated Mm. the weather was beautiful it was just like this paradise type existence for a couple of months it was wow I felt like I did all the groundwork then all of the chakra balancing you know clearing a lot of a lot more stuff still going through releasing 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 a lot of stuff and I mean, that was at least a six month process of just doing that sort of thing nearly every day. And yeah. then I just kind of got a notion to start looking into channeling around, um, I think it was around November last year. And I did a couple of little channeling courses. You might know Lee Harris and Marianne. Yes. I did actually both of them have very oh. short little channeling courses. Yeah, they're like an hour or so long. And I was like, oh, cool. oh I'll give this a try. Do you know when you're just drawn to something, you're like, mm, I think this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So, yes. Yeah. So I, yeah, I just started doing that and it just kind of happened very quickly. You know, I kind of knew from the start that I wasn't going to be able to write. I can't write quick enough. I hold a pen heavy. I can't write quick yeah. enough to, to get stuff down. So I was like, this is crazy. How am I going to get my message, <laughs> my message out there? So I just started recording myself, like voice recording and then listening wow. back. And often when you start channeling at the beginning, it's just messages like, we love you. You are love, 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 love. And it's kind of like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Can you tell me something important? You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, and it's like, OK, I yeah. get the message. Yeah, I'm love, whatever. <laughs> it's like, move on. Tell me something yes. that's going to change the world. Isn't it so funny? <laughs> so yep. that was like the basic message, along with other more specific, like personal stuff. But like that was the basic message for like a couple of months. I was kind of like, oh, great, whatever. Nearly getting bored with it, like, you know, but then it's like it just clicked with me one day. Oh. That is the whole entire point of everything yes love yeah i love yeah you're like you got it Leisha. i love it Woo-hoo. i love it but it um so it, interesting it's so though funny, isn't it 
Yeah. yeah, like that foundation. Like they wanted that foundation there before yeah. you went any further. Yeah, completely, 100%. So that brought me up to about Christmas. So Christmas then I was doing other things like recording meditations and recording like an energy healing workshop and stuff like this. So just kind of keeping myself busy and moving on. And then around February, I think it was, we met Brittany. Yes. And our lovely group of friends that we all got together around then. And through talking to you guys, through random little things that any one of you could have said, put me down a little alleyway that made me go here and there and there and there and doing treatments on me and stuff like that. I actually realized that that everything that was going on inside my head was me being a psychic. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, oh, it's not total madness in there. This <laughs> some bit of a sense it's just so funny like oh everyone else's brain doesn't work like this everyone else doesn't see things when they're talking to people everyone else doesn't have this inner monologue constantly (laughs) you know it's just it's just so funny when I think back you know when you just know so much now you're like how did I not know that a year ago even yeah you know so, yes. Um, yeah. So what was happening was that I was doing energy healing on people and started seeing their past lives. And I was like, yeah. what is going on? Just as I was doing that, like, I suppose I was having lots of mini little spiritual awakenings from about mm-hmm. like February onwards. And it just like a ball of snow just got bigger and bigger and moved faster and faster. Mm-hmm. And it was just like constantly, sometimes it'd be every day I'd be noticing something new like oh my god I can do that I can do that but the thing is I could always do all of it I just never recognized that I could do all of it if that makes sense do you know what I mean yes like I just acknowledged it or listened to it or inquired you know what I mean I would think in the past like if I had an intuitive hit about somebody I would think that's just your imagination or if it was right Right. that's a coincidence you know what it was it was just trusting yeah, actually, that was another message along with, with the channeling, along with love, love, love. It was trust, trust, trust. And that word would actually just come through. Trust, 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 trust. Wow. <laughs> okay. It's interesting you say that because I think it reminds me that, you know, in movies and like in Hollywood, when they depict like psychics, yeah. they usually depict it being very intense and like there's this loud yeah. voice in their ear or it's so subtle and so... There is a lot of trust involved. It, it makes sense, you know. And you, you know were probably what? hearing those things all the time or seeing those things, but you just yeah. dismissed it as like part of your mind or part of what was yeah. going on in your mind. Yeah. And also that it was normal, you know what I mean? Or that right. it was regular for everyone else to experience that. And I right. think I just had a really, probably just as you say from media, like I had a really fundamental misunderstanding of what being a psychic was. You know, I really just didn't, like, I thought clairvoyance was literally seeing ghosts and angels and everyone, like humans, walking around in front of you, you know? Right, yes. I thought clairaudience was like a person standing next to you speaking into your ear, loud and clear, you know? Right. Stuff like that. And then when it comes to, like, clair sentience and claircognizance I had that anyways all the time I just didn't I wasn't aware of it yeah it was just trusting 
and really opening myself up to it. I suppose in the past when I would have received something clairaudiently or clairvoyantly, I would dismiss it. Whereas it was going, no, I'm going to ask and see what's happening here. What's going on? Show me more. What does that mean? Blah, blah, blah. It was getting inquisitive and mm. figuring stuff out instead of just dismissing it because it didn't instantly make sense. And then actually another a great thing I did is I worked with a mentor from May, Jamie Zajak. If you're looking for a mentor, she's amazing. And she really helped with clarity. And you know that disconnect between ego and intuition. Mm. Like that was oh, a yeah. huge thing for me. Because once you get your ego to step out of the way, it's like everything is so much clearer. And the love yeah. and the trust and everything is just there. You know, you don't have your ego in your ear going, yeah, I don't think so. You know, so you just have your yes. pure soul going, yeah, I know this. This is true. Yes. Yes. And that brings us to, it brings us to past lives. Yeah. Now that you have had this experience, and I want to say that I have had the experience of having healing sessions with Leisha and it's remarkable <laughs> what she sees and conveys and she has seen past lives of mine. Thank so you. yes, you're very welcome. Now that you've seen uh, all these different past lives of different people, what do you think is going on with past lives? Like, what do you, what, what, what do you think the they deal? are? What's, what's the deal? <laughs> what's your idea on this? Firstly, to say I get a lot of my understanding of past lives from the my Arcturian guides. Mm. So um, actually mentioning that ment the mentor I worked with, um, she was like, I think you need to, to sit down and write. And I had a total mental block against that. I was like, I don't want to start writing. I was like, OK, fine, I'll type. As soon as I started working with her and we worked through the ego stuff, that was my block. The ego stuff was mm. the, the problem. Like almost instantly, like a couple of days later, Arcturian guides came through. It was so loud and clear. We want to write a book through you. I was like, and can we, what? and just before, before yeah. you continue, can you clarify what Arcturians are for anyone who's listening, who's a total My, beginner to all this? <laughs> yes, of course, of course. And I completely understand why you wouldn't know what the hell I'm talking about. Um, Again, I can only say my understanding of it is. Sure. That from the Arcturus star system, that there is like an energetic existence there. They live yeah. there like we live here, but they're not physical. It's yeah. energetic, it's spiritual, it's a whole other realm to what we know here on Earth. And okay. they can travel at the blink of an eye wherever they want and communicate with us. They have this whole big message of love and hope and equality and fairness and and to teach people about past lives. And they were just like, ah. we want to write this book through you. I hope I explained who they are well enough because it's hard oh, to. Yeah. Oh, I th no, you I know? think that's a great description. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And for yeah. and for anyone listening, if you if you do want to learn more about like Arcturians, Pleiadians, these, if you've heard of the term starseed, if you've heard of the term extra dimensionals, these are all things that you could Google to learn more if you're listening and you just want to learn more before you continue. So, okay. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So I just sat down at the computer and I just started typing. Well, I, I like, mm -hmm. as in I, I meditated and trans channeled the, the work through. 
So that's where I would have learned everything that I know, most of what I know about past lives. What are they? Basically, it's that we all, all souls have lived many, 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 many hundreds or thousands of lives before this one. And, you know, you start out like as a young soul and you build up experiences and you have lives and you go through different traumas and wounds and they pile on and they build up. And it's like they kind of um, what I've been shown is that it's like they kind of like wrap around your your soul, your heart, your your higher self, your core kind of. And, you know, it's like the more they kind of wrap around these wounds, kind of wrap around you, the more kind of disconnected you are. But mm. the way to kind of get back into your soul knowing is to like release these wounds. The reason then that like we have past lives is to reach this level of like soul enlightenment or like ascension, mm. you know what I mean? Where we will become as enlightened as Arcturians or Buddha or Mother Mary or whoever, Jesus, whoever it is that you connect with. The way to do that is to explore your past lives see the traumas that you have experienced along the way and heal and release them because as all of these lives have gone by they build up and they build up and they build up and if you go through a lifetime and you have whatever wounding and you don't heal it you move on to the next lifetime and in oh. fairness i think particularly in the last thousand years of that i mean with the way <laughs> the world has been like the wars the famines the death the plagues everything everyone has all of these traumas built up around their their soul that they need to shed it's funny the way i was shown it is like you know a lot of what they show me is through like metaphor and like extravagant imagery <laughs> and then i've tried yeah. to put it into words <laughs> Yes. You know, um, Pink Floyd, the album where they have like the prism and the light going through it. Yeah. So you have two prisms and you have the light going through. from. So imagine you have, you're like starting out at one side as a soul and you okay. are this spark of light and you go through the first prism. All of the millions of different lights that are coming out are like all of your lives. And okay. To go into time <laughs> time yes. does not exist right as, as we all know time doesn't exist and <laughs> and guys so, you can go back to episode yeah. two of the podcast if you need some information about that concept okay yeah. go on <laughs> so this is how i've been shown it anyways is that um all of your lives are happening simultaneously they're all happening at right. the same time they can be happening in this universe in another universe in a different star system in a different a different energetic realm but they're all happening next to each other simultaneously which is sure. why we can all pop from one to the next because they're all happening mm, yes. together at the same time technically yes. um, obviously not physically but energetically they're, and yes. on a soul level they're all happening here at the same time so if you pop over to one and do some healing over here you bring that healing with you you bring that healing into your into this life and you bring that yes. healing into that life because they're all happening at the same time. When we do healing in this life, are we helping to heal 
our past lives also? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're, do you mean if you're just doing regular healing as opposed to past life healing? Yes. Like if you were doing regular yeah. healing in this life, on yeah. this life. Yeah, I think so. I think any healing that you do on yourself is ancestral healing, you know? Okay. Because we are, yeah. like we are the DNA that we have brought through ancestrally we also are our ancestors like a lot of us are our ancestors reincarnated you know right so okay it's that as well where we actually are our ancestors right yeah. oh interesting yeah i hadn't thought about that yeah and even i, I mean i can even see it in my own family where i'm like that is definitely such person reborn <laughs> you know? really like, oh so, it is so freakishly like somebody you know like it, it's interesting isn't it yeah yeah hold on let me finish this image so we're all going oh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. out in our little rainbow of colors living all our lives it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger and they're going from one prism to the next and then at the point where everything starts to get smaller and smaller but this is the point where we start to shed the layers you know, we're shedding the traumas and we're shedding everything, all the crap that has built up on us. Okay. It's like our soul, it's like all the lives and everything is all coming back together to be one soul again and going back through the prism and onto enlightenment, another existence, I suppose you could say. That's a great visual with like the single light going into the prism, yeah. becoming all of the many, many lights. And then going back through the prism and becoming the single light again. Yeah. That's very clear and easy to understand. So to explain what would happen with like exploring past lives, I or you, if you're trained, you know, if, if you if you know how to do it or whatever, can go into your soul records or your Akashic records, hall of records, whatever you want to call it. And you can ask to be shown something that I need. Something Is there something that I can heal today? What is it that... I am ready to heal today or you might have a particular trauma repeating in your family and you might say I need to learn how to heal addiction is there something that you can show me that will heal that you may need to be shown a, a number of lifetimes to to really truly heal it but what will be shown to you is exactly what you're ready to heal at that time wow. you won't be shown something that your soul isn't then ready to integrate. This is just right. like the understanding that I've been given, that like you don't need to go in there with a fear of, am I not going to be able to see this? Is this going to be too much for me? It's like, uh -huh. no, your soul came here knowing what they needed to know. And now we're going to give you the information that you're ready to experience. Because your soul okay. already knows all of this stuff. It's just being reminded, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. With every past life that you go into and the traumas that you heal from that past life, you're again taking away these layers off of your your core, off of your heart. I want to say your heart, but it's your core, you know, your center. And you're getting like closer to your true soul essence. That's so fascinating. So since you have thousands and thousands of past lives, it makes sense that you, you need to ask for direction. Like, what what do I need yeah. to look at right now? Completely. And it'll be the one that's the most relevant to yes. what you need at this moment. That is exactly it. And I have to say, it has never failed. <laughs> it has never wow. let me down. Like, even there's been times where I've gone in and kind of been like, 
Now, what has this got to do <laughs> with my issue? <laughs> but then sure. you go through it and you release it and you're like, oh my God, that, that was exactly what I needed at this time. Mm. And even it mightn't be exactly related to what you came there with, but it is, it's that intellectually you didn't realize what you needed. Yes. So, and there's yeah. the trust, right? Trusting yeah. that <laughs> yeah. even though on an intellectual mind level, our mind can only hold and know so much. So we have to trust yeah. that our higher self, our spirit, our soul. Yeah. Yeah. It knows. Like, like for example, if you're just like, I'm, I'm having trouble with abundance. I want more abundance in my life. Mm. And you're like, just show me abundance. <laughs> you know, yeah. show me when I was really abundant. I just want to see that, you know, but they show you fear fear around money or something and you're like sure oh I didn't realize but that was actually exactly what I needed to see I needed to heal so when you experience a past life it's like you get this knowingness and I don't know if you if this is what you felt when you had your reading like you get this like knowingness where you're just like ah that makes total sense Yes, you experience definitely. That. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, just it just like, feels like it clicks. It just clicks. Yeah. Like, of course, clicks. Yeah, exactly. It's because your soul already knows this information. You're just reminding it, and you're putting in the the final jigsaw piece or connecting the dots or whatever, you know. And then when you go in, there's a number of way to ways to heal it. Like a lot of the time, as I was saying, just hearing about the past life and explaining the situation and explaining what has gone on just makes you go oh yeah that makes total sense but sometimes yeah. it can be something a lot more profound where you will have a big emotional release or you will need to actually move those emotions like into the light or what I do sometimes as well is like reimagine it relive the situation just making it making it completely different like one that just comes to mind if you want to hear about one past life that I was just thinking sure about, was when I was in when I was in, sorry it's funny to say that when I was in Egypt it was to do with I think trust and relationships I think was what I was looking for healing around I saw myself as like this young man who was like taking care of like the royal dogs, like training the royal dogs and stuff. And I was having an affair with the queen or kind of like I was one of her concubines, one of her ah. male concubines or whatever male concubine is. And from my perspective, I was really young and naive and I thought I was in love and I was like fascinated by her. I thought she was amazing. And from her perspective, I was just like, filling a gap for a little while you know and when she yeah. was done with me she discarded me completely and her husband like heard about it or didn't like it whatever and I was brought in under one of the pyramids and I had one of my hands chopped off <laughs> oh and, man yeah I know yeah so I then was destitute I couldn't work yeah. I couldn't care for myself I couldn't do anything so I just had a pretty horrible you know like a homeless horrible existence after that and the main thing for me in that was the relationship aspect of it my heart was torn to shreds like it wasn't wow. even that I was just destitute <laughs> the worst thing about was yeah. how much I trusted her and loved her but I was cast aside like mm. without a care in the world 
and like you know that I have been treated not the same way with the same consequences but I have had experiences like that in this life but I see that I you know definitely well I suppose was attracted to somebody who would do that you know that type of way you know I can take responsibility for it now but anyways to heal that past life what felt right for me at the time was to reimagine it so I just reimagined the lifetime where we had a very amicable breakup. It was very nice. We were both very respectful. There was no horrific consequences. You know, I just went and worked somewhere else. It was all fine. I We had a grown-up conversation about it. There was no sudden heartbreak or anything like that. And it was just like, whew, I just felt this lift out of my heart. You know what I mean? This... Um, you know, if you might have a tendency towards like clinginess or, you know what I mean? It was f- mm-hmm. coming from being discarded. That was really deeply healing. Now, that was a really a powerful one. I think it was definitely one of the first ones I ever had. Um, wow. Yeah. So that type of thing happens a lot. You know, sometimes I might be drawn to like, you know, pull you. Pull, sorry, let's just say if you were my client, like be drawn to like sure. uh, invite you to pull this old version of yourself into your heart space and in there we'll do some healing and some releasing but as I was saying a lot of the time it's just experiencing it makes it everything's like oh it all makes complete sense you don't even need to do much yes but sometimes it is quite an emotional experience but something just to add there as well Uh is it might be emotional and you might be kind of like whoa to see something but it's it's in no way ever, ever, ever traumatizing or okay. re-traumatizing, you know? It's not mm-hmm. like, like, let's just say you have been, you know, strangled or burnt at the stake. I'm sure we all have mm-hmm. it. But <laughs> 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 let's just say that's what you see in your past life. It's not in any way traumatizing to see that. It's not like okay. seeing it in real life or seeing it in a book or seeing it on a movie even. It's nothing like that. It's just, mm. again, it just, it's your soul just goes, yeah, I knew that happened. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. That's good. That's really good to know. Yeah. It's good for people to know yeah. that it's not the same as experiencing it yeah. firsthand in the original life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's funny, like, because a lot of people will have, like, be like oh yeah I was all I've always been drawn to Egypt or I've always been drawn to this part of the world or I've always had such such fascination around these topics and that'll be like I've had a couple of lives where I saw myself as a baker and I love baking (laughs) you know it's great funny funny little things like that where you're like oh that makes sense (laughs) so with the example of like your your past life you described in Egypt and you mentioned that in this life that you have been in similar relationship circumstances, obviously with not as extreme of consequences. But do you think that do you think that we repeat these cycles in our mm-hmm. lives until we finally change something and heal it? Yeah, that's exactly okay. it. That's exactly so. It. Yeah. So the big one of the huge benefits of this past life work and this past life healing would be to heal these things so we don't continue repeating that cycle over and over yeah exactly yeah yeah that's what you call like you know like karmic cycles that's exactly what it is it's sometimes we we don't have the opportunity to to learn in a lifetime 
because okay. of social circumstances, religious circumstances, economic circumstances, you, you might not have the opportunity to stop and even think about your thoughts. You know what I mean? Like sure. for, for a variety of different reasons. So you may not be able to do that emotional processing. Or another thing, which, you know, you'd see a lot, is that the trauma kills you. So you don't have the opportunity mm. to heal it. So it has to be right. carried on again to another life to process yes. it and heal it. This isn't just a past life thing. This is a regular regular life thing. Is You have a trauma and you just put it somewhere in your body and you just leave it there. Any sort of traumas can go into your body. Like heartbreak, for example, sure. goes straight into your heart. <laughs> you know, it does. Right. Like, you know, grief, like it just sits in there and it can lead to physical changes and physical illness. But if you're already carrying that over from a previous lifetime, you know, it's, it's more likely than to crop up in this lifetime. And I think gotcha. I think it's like you come into this lifetime with it sitting in your energy system and then you, I don't want to say attract, like you're doing it on purpose, but you draw these things to you so that you can, sure. you can, you may have a bad experience, but it will give you the opportunity to heal. Right. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's that whole idea, you know, life is happening, not happening to you, but for you. Yes, that's exactly it. Yeah, that's like perfectly sums it up. Yeah. Giving so you go- those opportunities to heal. Yeah, exactly. And that's the part of like the the soul contract as well. Before you're born into each incarnation, your soul, your your spirit team, your Mm -hmm. some ascended masters, maybe some ancestors, like your guardian angel, this kind of team gets together. You kind of think, okay, what could we learn in this lifetime? What circumstances will be good to be born into? so that you may learn these particular things because they didn't learn them in the last 20 times <laughs> maybe this time right. you know? right. um, th- that will kind of decide your circumstances that you're born into it's not to say that somebody who's born into wealth is like this squeaky clean soul that's gonna have a great time of it right that's not the case at all like you know what I mean it's yeah even if you're an extremely old soul you know what I mean you still have many 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 lessons to learn and you might actually be more experienced in that you can handle we'll say a tougher lifetime sure that's interesting you know I I have I've it's been a little while now but I read I read about past lives quite a bit when I first got into spirituality and one of the things that came up I think it was in one of Dolores Cannon's books I don't know if you're familiar with her but She writes about, she did past life regression and wrote about that. And one of the things that she mentioned was that this idea of resting lives, if you Mm -hmm. had had lots of really, like several really intense lives with lots of trauma and lessons, then sometimes souls will sort of have like a, a low key resting life. Yeah, I kind of I thought that was a cool concept. Who knows? But I think it's an interesting idea that, you know, yeah. maybe well, maybe if, if their life seems if someone's life seems particularly easy or laid back, it might be that they're they're getting a resting life. Wow, that's interesting. I haven't um, received guidance around that specifically, but I it seems like I feel like, yeah, I like that idea. 
It's a nice idea. Can my next way. one like, be a resting one, please? Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm no kidding. So done learning. <laughs> yes. And I think, you know, it's funny because I think when I was reading that, I was like kind of still in my dark night of the soul. And it was sort of like, oh, thank goodness. I better get a resting life next time. <laughs> At least have something to look forward to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Something that I just am curious about, I wonder what your ideas about this are. Do you have any ideas or theories around why we don't remember past lives? Like why we come in as a clean slate? I think it's just that like a human, this is my answer. This is, again, I, I haven't asked this question or I haven't received guidance around this question specifically, but I, I, um, I think it's really just that like you're a human brain couldn't handle that. Yeah. Like we're human. Yeah. We are human. We are these right. beautiful pure love light energetic souls but we're in human bodies having human experiences and right. yeah i just don't think that a, a baby coming into the world <laughs> with all that right. rattling around in their head would not have a mental breakdown how would you make sense right. of it you know how would you make yeah. sense of it but then like if you're willing to put in the the time and the work if you're willing to like put in the time to develop spiritually, then these things will come to you. As I was saying, you know, that that pulling back of the layers around your soul that are protecting you from this. It's like pulling pulling them those wounds back and going, oh, yeah, I can see this now. I'm kind of mature enough, I want to say, to, to see all of these things. Yes. What do you yes. think? Yeah, I mean, I think. First of all, I totally agree. I think if you were coming into the world with all those memories, you'd probably be like, nope, not doing this. <laughs> Forget it. I'm turning around. Not this again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I think that makes total sense. It's so important. I think that babies are in the now because it's so difficult to develop. Development is actually, I mean, it's really hard. But babies, because they're so much in the now, they don't think of it as being hard, so they can do it. But if they weren't in the now, if they had all these memories, yeah, I think that makes total yeah. sense. As you were saying that, I was like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It'd just be way overwhelming. Yeah. And then as far as peeling back the layers, that's definitely been my experience that it's never ending also, right? Like it just, yeah. you just keep going and keep going and keep going, but it gets easier. Oh, it so gets easier. It, yeah. Do you know what? I have found... In the past year, I've been like just flying through the healing, you know, it's like things are on double speed or something. Mm. It's like moving. I've never moved through healing processes so quickly. Yes. I don't know. I, I, I feel like this might just be a general human evolution, soul evolution thing. But I think. Sure healing is accelerating that's the word i'm looking for it's like it's getting faster yes you know it's like i will be thinking one day oh my god why is this thing coming up again and then like a few hours later it's gone from me whereas five yes. years ago that would have dragged me down for three months you know yes yes so it's, it's everything wild. Is accelerating it is it's mad isn't it it's it's amazing like it's just Healing is at a whole different level. And I love going on Instagram and for somebody to say something. And I'm like, yeah, that's what's going on inside my head. I've been trying to make sense yes. of what's going on. And you have. So thank you so much. You know, and it's yes. just things are just 
moving so much faster. That's sort of that's what it feels yes. like. It's amazing. I totally agree. It's mm-hmm. definitely yeah, in the last year especially. What would have taken yeah, easily months to sort out and process. Mm-hmm. It's like a day. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. For anyone listening who's just getting into this and maybe you're in your dark night of the soul, which there isn't a podcast episode about your dark night of the soul. Mm-hmm. So if you if you need some help getting through that, find that episode and listen to it. We're here to tell you that every single thing that you heal through makes the next thing easier. And eventually you've done so much healing that it, it, it just becomes something you know how to work through. And it, it really, really does get easier. Yeah, it really does. It becomes a normal part of life. And mm-hmm. kind of when, when you start to see the benefits of it, you, you don't, you know, you don't, like there are times where I'm like, oh, more healing. But, <laughs> but it's, <laughs> it's, it's funny because you, when you start to see the benefits of it, you're nearly happy not happy, but you, you don't mind it so much because you're like, yes. I know I'm going to be this much better next week because all of this crap that I thought that I had healed six years ago is coming back up because a new layer of it needs to be healed as well. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. I definitely want to ask you to sort of describe what, well, what services you offer and what a past like healing session would look like with you so if you could kind of yeah describe that for anyone who's interested perfect so kind of I mean past lives sort of sneak their way into everything that I do (laughs) at Mm. the moment yeah well firstly I'm still editing the book that I was talking about earlier that is Yay. very soon it'll be ready. So um, if you follow Woo-hoo! me on Instagram, <laughs> you'll see any updates on the old Instagram. And, that and we is... will link we will link Leisha's Instagram in the show notes. So you can just go down right now and link right to her. Cool. Thanks, Emil. So that is that that book is from the perspective of the Arcturians. And a lot of it is about past life healing and explaining mm. that probably better than I've explained it today and um, you're rubbing your hands like Ooh. yes I can't <laughs> I wait, wait to read it, it. <laughs> yeah uh, you yeah. will you'll enjoy it it'll be right up your street and a lot of it is about conscious living as well which Ooh. is really just learning how to going back to it again learning how to live from love just living from mm-hmm. a loving state and I have to say it's really changed a lot of my perspective on life and it's made me so much nicer <laughs> but um you just kind of it's I don't know it has softened my edges a lot more definitely <laughs> so that's the book and then I do soul guidance readings so they are often I would say maybe two past lives come through in that and then also Mm. some general guidance from like your spirit team will come through often I'll get like this big metaphor for your life and where you're at and what you need to know and Mm. how to work through things and then we'll we'll pop into the past lives and see what we can release from there but I also do a past that that's a reading the soul guidance reading is it's a psychic intuitive reading but I also do specifically past life healings. So they come as like a group of three. And it's a much more intensive treatment than the past life reading. You know, it's longer okay. for starters. It's three 60 minute treatments. 
and it's a real progression you know through these past lives and I would really recommend that for people who are seeing like massive themes in their life that they're not able to move through or shift you know what I mean especially if it's someone who has been through traditional medicine or been through therapy and it's only gotten them so far you know that kind of way where you're you come out of it and you're like okay I feel great there's still so much more you know what I mean and these are the things that are stuck into your soul they're kind of written into your DNA that you're carrying along with you and by going into the past life and healing them then you can release them and start to live a new story start a new journey really and um, a friend of ours Charlotte was talking about releasing soul contracts and stuff the other day and I was Uh, like it's so true it's so true like you have your soul contract at the beginning of life but you can work through them. That doesn't mean your whole life is going to be about that. You know what I mean? Whatever it is you have to work through. It's like you can work through them and then you start a new journey. And it doesn't mean that you're going to keep experiencing something new and that's traumatizing or whatever. You know what I right. mean? You can have your second half of your life can be your rest life. Put it that way. <laughs> yes. Oh, you know? I love that. Yeah. That's a great way of looking at it. Yeah, yes. Yeah, the second yeah. half of your life can be your rest life. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So are these done over like Zoom? Are they distance healings? Zoom. Primarily? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I haven't, I'm not doing any in person at the moment. Just Zoom. All on Zoom. And all the, the, the soul guidance readings are either on Zoom or recorded, whichever you prefer. And then the other thing that I'm doing at the moment is spiritual mentorship. So I just kind of felt like, okay, I've learned the long way and the hard way how to do everything. (laughs) You know, I didn't get, you know, struck by lightning and suddenly I can do everything, you know, that kind of a way. Like it it took so much, it took years of, of hard work. And even though I don't think I mentioned it there, it took many, many, many dark nights of the soul. like really oh, yeah. tough times you know and it really gosh I wish I had somebody to help me through those times like I really for a lot of them I did not know what was going on and I just sure you know I just thought I was you would just think oh I'm just severely depressed you know I just yeah. you know what I mean you don't know what you're going through I guess it's just a way to kind of help other people through that and help other people with their spiritual development and that so that's the spiritual mentorship that I do past lives can and probably will always come into it helping people to doing what we do what we what we work at you helping them develop their spiritual skills their skill set you know what I mean develop their clairs those kind of gifts a bit more and as I say a lot of that is tearing away the layers and the outside that are holding you back from that so yeah, past life comes into that as well. So that's yeah, the soul guidance readings, the past life intensive healings, and the spiritual mentorship. Wow, yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah that's great. Yeah. And I love that you're offering a spiritual mentorship. For anyone listening, Leisha is an incredible spiritual mentor. And I highly, highly recommend that if that, if that perked your ears up, send her a message because she she's an amazing person to learn from thank you that's yeah that's fantastic is there anything else that we haven't covered that you wanted to talk about or anything else that you wanted to add I would say if you're just starting out on your journey the most the words of advice that I wish I would have heard were trust yourself 
Just mm. listen to yourself. You know best. If you're getting a niggle that something isn't right, listen to it. You know, if you're getting a little pull in one direction, mm, when I go down that avenue, go for it. Just trust yourself. Tune into your intuition because your intuition always knows what's right. Yes, I love that. That's such fabulous advice. Absolutely. Mm. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Leisha. It has been you're amazing welcome. having you on. Thank you. And this is such a treat. I will link to we'll link to Leisha's Instagram and anything else that will get you in touch with her in the show notes. So go down to the show notes to connect with Leisha. Everyone have a beautiful week. Talk with you next time.